Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this Mon- oh no, it's a Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? Good. Who's drunk Good. today? I know. I forgot what day it was. <laughs> it's a Wednesday, but it feels like a Monday. That's what working from home does to you. I guess. Mm-hmm. How are you today? I'm doing really well. You look as lovely as ever. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Who are you? Stop it. All right. Ready for our stories? Yes. All right. Um, this is all news from the Disney Parks blog, but the Disney Parks blog would like us to know that at Disney Springs, Lululemon has opened. That's right. Lululemon, as I like to say, that's the French pronunciation, uh, opened on Friday, uh, August 21st. Uh, for those of you who don't know what Lululemon is, it is, uh, I guess some people say it's yoga clothes. It's a cult-like. <laughs> it is a cult. It's a cult-like legging store. But it is yoga-inspired technical athletic apparel for men and women. I don't know. uh, Men in Lululemon? I've seen men's clothes there when we went for Lily stuff. But uh, they they strive to create a community hub where people can learn and discuss the physical aspects of living, living healthy, mindfulness, and living a life of possibility. Yeah, I think some of their stores actually have like yoga classes. In the one in New Haven has a like yoga that. studio in it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just around the corner from L'Occitane and Provence. Uh, and uh, you can catch them at uh, Disney Springs. Very good. Um, there is a game. It's called the Disney Magic Kingdom game. Um, and there are some new updates and freebies for that. That's right. Disney Magic Kingdoms is a mobile game where players can build their own Disney park by collecting and and adding Disney, Pixar, and Star Wars characters, attractions, decorations, and concessions. Well, for one week, starting today, uh, anyone who launches the game will receive free in-game food concessions that can be added to your park. No way! Churro stand, popcorn cart, and a Mickey waffle stand. If this was real life, I would sign up. Yeah. Yeah, I want I, a churro stand in uh, my kitchen. I may sign up just for Mickey Waffles, <laughs> which we did have last night because it was also National Waffle Day. Yes. I think that was two nights ago, but okay. It was last night. Oh, well, when they're listening to it, it That's was two right. nights ago. That's right. Monday was mm-hmm. National Waffle Day. All right. Um, Disneyland is offering shopping reservations for their downtown Disney district for what, certain um, stores or for just uh, the entire experience? Well, come to find out, there's been an update to the story oh. since we, we spoke about it. Oh. Um, they are offering a shopping reservation system for reservations beginning on August 31st, and it is inside the ESPN zone. Uh, you can shop for featured products without having to leave the line. And it is for a bunch of 65th anniversary items. This is dumb. It was a dumb story. All right. Well, glad we talked about that. Apparently, it's only a three-day event, but all of the reservations are gone. So No one cares. No. All right. um, Disney is holding online auditions for the Avengers Campus stunt show. That's right. They are uh, offering online auditions for three characters. Uh, Black Panther, Captain America, and Okoye, General Okoye, uh, from the Wakandan um, uh, Dora Malahe, which is the females that protect the Black Panther. Uh, So these stunt performers are going to uh, work in the new Avengers campus, which is scheduled to open on July 16th of uh, 2020, which that'll probably get pushed up a bit since it's already occurred. (laughs) Yeah, that's... Uh, there is no opening date for the park, but the Avengers Campus, uh, Avengers Headquarters building was built with catwalks uh, across the top of it so that there would be a stunt show running across the roof of the building. 
so they do have that. If you look at some of the overhead views, you can see the stairways and walkways that they have set up for that. Uh, that's also going to be the area where we're going to see the Spider-Man Stuntronic uh, animatron uh, that they have there. So, you know, they're moving along with the Avengers Campus. I'd like to see it open, but with all the COVID restrictions, I don't know when it's going to uh, when it's going to take place. But it's something to look forward to when the time comes. That's right. So if you're over 18 years of age and a high school graduate and you're a stunt person, uh, you can log on to the Disney Auditions site and apply for any of those three positions. Very nice. Uh, some Walt Disney World Entertainment cast members have been furloughed indefinitely. So I don't imagine this is a new furlough. This must be just extending a previous furlough. Correct. These are when the original entertainment cast members were furloughed on August 19th. Uh, the closure was not expected to last longer than six months. And there was Wait, no... that doesn't make sense. On what date? When they uh, were original... April 19th. You said August. Okay. I'm sorry. I saw an A. <laughs> um, no timeline was given as to how long it could last. Uh, so they've now been given uh, an indefinite furlough. However, the good news is that during this, uh, Disney will continue to pay health insurance uh, for these cast members. Yeah, that's huge. Yep. Okay. Well, that's nice of them. Um, Shop Disney has introduced some new face mask styles. Yeah, they have uh, now have a whole bunch of new uh, attractions, uh, Disney Park attractions and Mickey face masks. Uh, so they've got, I like the Haunted Mansion oh, wallpaper. Oh, I like the Tiki that's, Birds. That's pretty cool. Uh, the Tiki Birds one is nice. What is? Small uh, World. Small World. Mm-hmm. And what's the last one there? Looks Tomorrowland. Yeah. And then so the they, Mickey ones are pretty cool. They've got Mickey Mouse, just four varying Mickey Mouse designs. They're all cute. They're all great. Um, some words, the, a word to the wise. If you order them, order them really big. The smalls don't fit anyone. Uh, the mediums probably fit children, and the very biggest size um, will fit adult women, and there's nothing that will fit adult men. I would say the uh, smalls would essentially fit a cat. Yeah, I know. I think they might make an extra, if they make an extra large, that might fit a man. They actually do offer four sizes. They offer them in youth small, youth medium, adult large, and adult extra large. Oh, they dropped the mediums. They used to offer mediums. Did they? Yeah, the adult large will fit a woman, and the adult extra large will fit a man. All right. So those are available uh, at $6 a piece or $19.99 for a set of four. You can get them on shopdisney.com. Uh, and just if you're interested, the Disney face mask do not include a nose wire. Uh, but you can find any number of articles online that will tell you how to modify the uh, face mask to include a nose wire. Okay. Thank you. Um, a new Cinderella light-up cup and a Guinevere popcorn bucket are new to the uh, lineups at Disney World. Uh, this is interesting that we are now covering merchandise again. Well, there's not much other news stories, but this is a light-up Cinderella cup. It looks like a castle turret. Kind of like it. it. It's very much in the style of a Tervis mug. I don't think it is an actual Tervis. Yeah, but that's an awful big top for a Tervis mug. That is a big top. I mean, where do you drink out of it? That I don't know. Maybe you have to unscrew I don't even, it. Do we see a straw? Is there a straw? Where's the straw? I do not see a straw hole. I don't know what's going on with this cup. But... Oh, there's a straw hole. Oh, there's the straw. There is a straw hole. It looks like a flagpole coming out of the side of the turret. Yeah, it's a, it's it's pretty, but I don't know how functional it is. All right, let's see Guinevere. All right, and then Guinevere is the van uh, from, from onward. onward. And that is now a popcorn bucket. Very cute. It does, where do you put popcorn, though? It's just the pictures it's Tony's, in, it's Tony's the showing me is like it's all closed up, so I don't see where you put the it. The popcorn it's goes in the uh, back very of the cute. van. 
and there's a little holder. See, the oh, top comes off. Yeah. I like that. But it's also very small. There's the, these popcorn holders. I don't care never about hold the popcorn. popcorn. I just want the pla- I just want the plastic bucket. I don't even care about the popcorn. I like that's cute. All right. All right. Um DTEC. DTEC on demand, um, which DTEC stands for what? Like Disney Tech? Disney Tech, yeah. Uh, is being phased out and it's gonna be replaced by the M A D E kiosks. Yes. Uh DTEC is being phased out of the the high tech uh, merchandise locations and um you know, M-A-D-E, the M and the D are capitalized. I don't know what that stands for. Um, but you can order customized Magic Bands, phone cases, and magnets through them. And uh, they've now noticed the DTEC on-demand uh, kiosks are now missing from the Dark Room and Star Wars launch bay and the Frontier Trading Post in the Magic Kingdom. So this is just the next generation of, uh, you know, do-it-yourself technology for merchandise. Okay. Uh, my favorite story of the day, uh, Spaceship Earth is leaking on guests. Yes, it is. One of the <laughs> one of the highlights of Spaceship Earth was how the drainage system was a technological marvel between all of the panels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now apparently it is uh, leaking at the entrance to the guest queue uh, and essentially raining down on guests whenever it's uh, wet out. That's not great. Yeah. Maybe they will need to close it down after all. I know, all. right? Okay. Um, character silhouettes and the parasol artists have returned to the Magic Kingdom. That's great news. Yeah, that's one, that's one of the little, I don't want to say perks or pluses of, I think, the parks, is you do get attractions. And, and I don't know that they're really attractions, but I, I love the silhouette cutters. Mm-hmm. You know, I love watching them do silhouettes. I've loved over the years having the girls' silhouettes done. Uh, I also like the caricatures, although, you know, you can't do that every trip. Because yeah. only, only so it's all sort of part of the atmosphere, too, just having them out there. And it just it makes the park feel like you know, the hustle bustle park that we're used to. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure it's really nice to have them back. And it is really interesting to sit and watch them do it. Um, if you have um, especially if you have smaller children, getting that um, silhouette is it's a great keepsake. We treasure ours. I mean, right. even though, you know, obviously it's an expensive thing to do, just like everything else. Uh, at Disney, but um, those are really nice to have. And they're, I don't know, it's like, it's a tasteful piece of Disney. You know, you can hang it on your wall in your living room and it's, it's looks nice. It doesn't look, it doesn't have that, you know, pop color, um, like a lot of the Disney things do. And, you know, it's a piece of your family's history. So, but of course with their return, there are some new COVID-19 restrictions. Um, they are requesting that you hand in a photo of yourself for the artist to work with mm-hmm. as opposed to posing in person. Uh, if you do opt to pose in person, uh, only one person can sit in the artist space at a time and you must keep your face mask on at all times. How are they So they will draw you with your face mask. Uh, if you don't want the face mask in, you are recommended to bring a photo or taking a photo inside of a relaxation station so you can uh, relax uh, without your face being on a, uh, you know, be having a face mask on it. So, um, okay. and I think they said there was also a way to print them. Uh, there's a printer available. Guests can connect to Wi-Fi and print out a photo from your phone or device. Okay, nice. So, you know, it, it's a little bit of a change and, and hopefully it's not in place for too long. No, that's a, that's a good way to do it though. Okay, um... The Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular Space... Is reopening. No. Is now a mobile food waiting area? Well, yes, it is reopening, but it is reopening as a mobile food wait area. 
Um, so in order to aid in social distancing, they've roped off areas of, of the theater and opened up some chairs so that when you go to place an order, you have somewhere to sit and then it's shady. Now, is this near one of the pickup points or we don't know? Um, there is Backlot is. Express is right over next to between Indiana Jones and is Backlot uh, Express Star even Tours open and Star Tours? Yeah, because like that place never does any business, and half of the time it's not open anymore. I'm surprised that it's open for this. But. Right, and the funny thing is they're only opening it from twelve to one forty-five. <laughs> As for a waiting That area. must just be the time that they're really busy. And that's what it says. It's for only when times when it's very busy. Yeah. Okay. Um, over in Paris, the Lion King Rhythm of the Pride Lands um, show has been suspended suddenly. Yeah. It uh, The show restarted on August 15th. However, they are now dark. Um, rumor has it that uh, two cast members have tested positive for COVID-19. And then that was later confirmed by a Disney spokesperson uh, it is rumored that there may be another outbreak of COVID-19 amidst the performers, but that is unconfirmed. Um, and then the the German Federal Foreign Office, which is kind of like the German version of our State Department, has issued a travel warning for the Ile-de-France region, which includes Paris and the Disneyland Paris area, uh, due to a high number of infections. Yeah, bummer. And no confirmation as to how long the show will be closed or when it will reopen. Okay. Um also, um, in Paris, Disneyland Paris parks are cutting their hours. Yes, they are cutting their hours uh, to 10 p.m. to I'm sorry, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, however, on the weekends, the Magic Kingdom will be open till seven. So they're uh, they're cutting some time, much like they're doing here in the states. Uh, it makes sense. Yep. Um, there's uh, for the uh, Disney Plus Mulan release, uh, some international pricing has come out for that. That's right. Uh, at the additional price, Premier Access for Mulan, as we know in the United States, is going to cost $29.99. In Canada, it's going to be $34.99 in Canadian dollars, which roughly translates to $26 American. So mm-hmm. if we travel to Canada, we get to see it for $3 cheaper. You get a bargain. Right. Uh, in the UK, it is uh, uh, £19.99. Um, I'm not sure what that translates to. Uh, and, uh, in France, however, the film will be offered to subscribers at no additional cost. Oh, well, if we go to France, we can see for free. Okay. Um, and then talking about Halloween Horror Nights again, which isn't actually happening, but it seems to be in our news a lot. Um, the Halloween Horror Nights playlist is now on Spotify. It is. So if you can't get to Universal Orlando for Halloween Horror Nights because they're not having it. Well, you could get there, but you're not going to have um, it. You might want to listen to Spotify. They do have a 114 track playlist uh, that are some uh, music pieces from some of the favorite mazes and scare zones over the years. So, uh, you know, it's also got some classic uh, Halloween party tunes. So that's the place to go. Okay. We were rushing through our review of stories, and I didn't quite get this, but something about a velociraptor on top of a roller coaster. So, as most people, except you apparently, are aware, <laughs> they are building a new roller coaster in Jurassic Park. Jurassic as I knock Jurassic over Park. your nail polish in Universal Islands of Adventure. Okay. Um, and rumor has had it that this is going to be the Velocicoaster, that it has something to do with Velociraptors. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens that they installed a Velociraptor statue over the roller coaster today. All right. Well, then I guess the rumors are probably true. That's right. And this roller coaster is uh, still unannounced. Okay. Uh, from Universal. But as uh, I'm just showing Cheryl, they are lowering a Velociraptor yep. onto the coaster. That's a Velociraptor. 
Okay, and then our last story here, uh, SeaWorld and Aquatica are now going to a seven-day schedule again. That's right. They've been gradually increasing their hours since reopening in early June. Uh, They still require that date-specific reservations be made for all visitors, including annual pass holders, and reservations may be obtained through SeaWorld's official official website. Uh, This seven-day schedule is set to last through October 5th. Uh, Attractions will continue to operate with limited capacity and other pandemic-related restrictions, including face coverings and temperature screenings. Very nice. Yes. All right. How many minutes are we at here? We are at 16 minutes. All right. Well, then... uh my my father says that we need a twenty five minute show today. As a poppy runs the runs the rules, he does. So that gives us what like nine more minutes. Nine minutes. And Dawn has said that she would like a review of Hershey Park that we went to what two weeks ago. Yes, week and a half ago. So I don't know. Nine minutes seems like enough time to start our little review of uh, and Hershey Park. Finish it. Yeah, right. I mean, we did a few things on our vacation other than just uh, Hershey Park. We actually ended up going into New York City um, after uh, going to Pennsylvania, but. We'll leave that part for another time. So we our, our hotel check-in date was a Sunday. We stayed for three nights. We stayed at the Hotel Hershey. Um, rates there were um, including a one-day ticket to the parks, and they had a, a kids-free Breakfast. special, which gave uh, tickets. The, the tickets for the kids were, um, were free, but that sort of rolled into the price. And then the kids got to eat free at, at uh, one time at breakfast at their restaurant called The Circular there. Uh, so the rates were about three fifty a night for their standard two-queen room. Um, we ended up booking a little bit larger room with a king bed and a little balcony. That was closer to four fifty a night. Um, but it was worth it, and we really liked our space. That's so. right. And the Hotel Hershey, very comparable to a Disney Deluxe Resort. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, the Hotel Hershey is very well known in the hotel world for their amenities and uh, for the luxuriousness of the hotel. Uh, it was founded by Milton Hershey back in the early part of the 1900s. Um, it does include a spa. Uh, they've got some beautiful grounds. There's uh, They're within walking distance to the Hershey Gardens. And essentially, the whole Hershey Park area was created to uh, supplement the Hershey Chocolate Factory. So it was a town created by Milton Hershey, uh, which was kind of a standard practice in the 1900s. You know, Henry Ford did it with his motor plants. Uh, Kellogg did it in Michigan with his uh, cereal plants. Uh, And, uh, you know, Hershey did that as well. So, uh, as I said, the Hotel Hershey is one of is what I would consider their deluxe resort. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also the Hershey Lodge, uh, which is a little further down the road. And so we, we did go over and drive by it. We um, did. Pricing is probably I don't know thirty to forty percent less than at um, the Hotel Hershey, but I don't know our impressions of it. If it to me, my impression, I would have rather have stayed at like a courtyard by Marriott. Right. For probably a little less money. The Hershey Lodge was, I would say, comparable to a a low-level, moderate, or a high-end uh, value. But it looked like a, like a Radisson or something right. when you pulled up, like the age of it and everything. I believe, I mean, we didn't go inside, but I believe they have a very nice um, indoor water park there. I think that's sort of um, their the flagship uh, mm-hmm. amenity there. But um, especially right now with 
COVID, I don't know how comfortable people really are at an indoor water park. Right. So uh, maybe that's not such a great thing. Yeah. And then they do have a third uh, resort property, which is the Hershey Campground. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they have cabins there, uh, some with bathrooms, some without. Um, so, you know, all different levels of lodging. But based on what we saw, you either spring for the Hotel Hershey or I would just, you know, choose something nearby uh, by a, a Marriott or a Hilton property. Right. Um, and it's it's nothing as uh, as luxurious as the Walt Disney World Resort. So while they do have hotel properties, it's not like it's a self-contained piece of land. Uh, you know, this is in the middle of the town of, of Hershey, the city of Hershey. Uh, so there are other businesses around it. Uh, because of the COVID pandemic, they are not running any shuttles to and from their hotel properties. Um, but when things are normal... Uh, they do have a shuttle service that runs between uh, all three of their resorts. They were, however, giving um, everyone free parking passes. So which you didn't is, have to pay to park your car when you went to the to the um, amusement park. Which is nice. Yes. Um, so included uh, when you stay at one of the Hershey resorts um, is admission to the Hershey Museum um, and admission to Hershey Gardens. And then you can also you also get admission to Chocolate World, but Chocolate World is an admission that's included with your ticket to um, Hershey Amusement Park. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what else do we want to say about that. That's really just a shopping area. You had to make a reservation for Chocolate World, but right. you just sort of went in and um, it's free you know. to get in. But they also have paid attractions that you can create your own Hershey bar. They have a a show about chocolate that's interactive. Uh, they have the factory tour. The factory tour is free. Right. They have some restaurants and shops in there. They have a Hershey shop. Um, they also have a tro- like a trolley tour. And, and don't get confused between the trolley tour and the uh, factory tour. They're, they're two totally different things. The factory tour is free. Um, it's it's almost like a Disney ride. Right. Um, it was a continuous moving thing, yeah, right? An omni mover. Okay. It, yep. It was an omni mover, and and you go through and it shows you what the process is like for making the the different chocolate products, from gathering the cacao pods to finally making the Hershey Kiss. Right. But that was free, and uh, the trolley tour is something completely different. It meets outside. You're in an old fashioned trolley that actually drives down the streets and sees some of the attractions um, within Hershey, Pennsylvania. So um, two different things. Um, and the trolley tour is not free. Right. Uh, what did you think about the actual park itself? So we got in uh, with everyone's ticket. We thought it was just because we were staying at one of the Hershey hotels, but we have a friend that went recently and apparently everyone who has a ticket, um, you can get in the day before your ticket from four o'clock until closing, which right now is seven. I, I thought that was a nice little option. I did too. I like uh, that. Because it allowed us to drive to our resort, check in, and we got there. I'd say we got there about, what, 2, 33 o'clock? Yeah. Gave us time to check in, check out the hotel, walk around the grounds, and then kind of go over to the park and, and just wander for You're getting hours. your days confused. Well, on the day we finally did it. Yeah. Yes, on the day we did it, but we spent the day at the pool beforehand. That's true. Um, but it doesn't matter. I mean, depending upon when you check in, yeah, you can do it the day you, you check in and not have to use the whole thing. But it was good because it gave us sort of a lay of of the, uh, land. Of the land there. And I think that's one of my main criticisms, actually, of um, Hershey Park was we could not quite figure out the lay of the land. Yeah. It's a big, it's a pretty big park. 
Uh, and they didn't have any maps. Right. Everything, you know, I guess is supposed to be on your phone. And even on your phone, mm. things didn't seem laid out well. Just trying and trying to find the attractions that appealed to your family, trying to find the entrances to some of these. You could see what you wanted to be on. But um, it's sort of uh, built into some hilly land. So the entrance might be down, you know, down a hill and around a corner. And even though you're looking right at it, you can't get into it. It's a very long, hilly theme park. Yeah. Um, it's a local park for those of you who are in the Northeast. It, it very much reminds me of um, uh, like a Six Flags or a, or a lake uh, compounds. Yeah. You know, a lot of asphalt, not much shade. We happened to go. It was in the 90s every day. It was It so was brutally hot. hot. Yeah. Um, but what they do have, you know, they're, it's a decent park. Um, it, it, it's more like a, a solo standing, freestanding Six Flags that has a gigantic Hershey budget behind it. Yeah. I mean, so, some of it was definitely nicer than any kind of, you know, Six Flags. Right. Some of the rides have been there for 60 years, and then they've got a new ride like Candemonium, which is their new roller coaster, which opened up earlier this year and is an amazing ride. But then you've got rides like, what, the Whippet that we were riding that, you know, they had pictures of people on it in the 40s. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that was like a high-speed thing back then. Yeah. Now, for reference, we are uh, carousel and uh, at the highest level of things, uh, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad kind of people. Right. So we don't really do thrill rides. So there's a lot, I think, that Hershey has to offer. I think probably the biggest thing that they have to offer is some of their high-speed uh, thrill rides, their, their roller coasters. They have quite a few of them. I want to say there's at least five or six. Right. Good roller coasters. And they have everything ranging from wooden roller coasters to, you know, steel coasters. Right. Uh, so it is, a, it is a good, you know, 80-year range of, of roller coasters there. Um, one of the problems that we saw was, or that I encountered, was that a lot of, some of the rides were just down with, like, no explanation. You didn't know if they were being refurbed. Or if it was COVID, the, like, you know, that they had certain things On On the going. day we spent our, our day in the park, their flume ride wasn't running. But we happened to drive by the next day and you could see the flumes were actually running. So why wasn't running the day we were there? And to add to the confusion, so like I said, it's hard to tell what's going on. I think those were two separate flume rides. I think they had two flume rides, and but you can't tell and you can't find right. them. And there's no map to know that there's two flume rides. So we don't even know. Right. I love a good map. <laughs> yeah. The map, not having a map was, was really difficult. Um, I would say, though, for a family going, if you have... Um, if you have thrill seekers, if you if you're a family of everybody who will go on roller coasters, you're gonna have an amazing time. Right. Um, for us, I we had an amazing time on our trip, but I attribute that amazing time mostly to the Hotel Hershey and the pool area that they had there, which was being run really really well. Um, they did a lot of social distancing for COVID, and it was just a beautiful pool. And you know we had that super hot weather, so we had a great time doing that. But personally, I could. Skip the park. I would go again in a heartbeat, but I wouldn't set foot in the park again. I would agree with you. And that's not a bad overview, which is a good place to stop because Poppy's walk finished about a minute and a <laughs> half ago. So uh, the next next show, we'll talk a little more in detail about some of the restaurants we ate in, some of the local attractions outside of Hershey. If you have any questions about Hershey, feel free to post it on our page. And until Friday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.